Just we're just gonna just, press the button. Just press the button. Uh, welcome back the to button. the Talking Average Fitness Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Sam Burns, um, and I'm joined, as always, by my bright-eyed, bushy-tailed um, expert coach friend, Mr. Kevin McCarthy. Kevin, how are you today, sir? Doing fantastic, Sam. How are you doing? I'm I'm good. I'm really good. I actually coached this morning. Um, there you go. My, how was that? Yeah. Um, it was a really it was a really cool experience. It was my first time coaching in like nine months. Um, there you go. Yeah. And so I was a little bit worried. Like if you've well, ever first time coaching, like in an affiliate, like a class in an affiliate. Yeah. So like first time coaching a class in an affiliate group CrossFit in like nine months. Mm. And anyone who's taken a break um, like that knows it can be a little, um, you worry just a little bit. Um, but I, I got up and I started talking and I was like, oh, wait, I know what the fuck this is. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, it's like riding so it was, a bike. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> it, Except the bike is on fire and you're on fire. <laughs> I'm on fire. And it's rolling down the hill. <laughs> there are yeah. no wheels. <laughs> there, are no, there are no wheels or brakes. Um, nope. And there's a so it was right a, there. <clears throat> What's the workout? It was six rounds. Uh, each round is a two-minute clock. Two rope climbs, max wall balls in remaining time. One <laughs> one minute rest between between rounds. Oh, thank Christ! There's I was just like I was like oh you go from like your max at a wall ball is just bam right back yeah, in the rope. Yeah. I was like oh my god! I was like no who programmed that and who hurt them? Jesus Christ on a motorbike, <laughs> right? Holy so shit. it was, was that, in in my opinion that's actually kind of worse because then you have no excuse not to just go ham like on right. the wall ball section. But like one minute rest like after your fourth round. It's yeah. like the it's one minute rest is like just enough to take two breaths. And then you're yeah. like, well, back to the fucking rope. It's, it's um, a, it's a suggestion wow. of rest. Yeah. It yeah. like just, just takes slightly longer to breathe. Yeah. yeah. You know, so I, yeah. so it was, it was really nice. like two, a... two, two rope climbs that takes 10 seconds if you're not a coward. So it's a minute and 50 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> well, so it's, it's not the rope climb. It's the time between the rope climbs. Yeah, that's the it's yeah, it's the time between them. So if you can like yeah. touch and go that bitch, like you can get two rope climbs done lickety shit. Relatively split. quickly. Yeah. And then you've probably got like a minute and forty seconds to do wall balls. And I mean averaged oh, across baby. the average across all three rounds, I would say people were skewing toward the thirty, forty second mark on the rope climbs. Um Yeah. And yep. then you end up with well over a minute of nothing mm-hmm. but wall balls. Um and the way I described it is like this isn't a rope climb workout. This is a wall ball workout where we we happen to do some rope climbs. Yeah, um, the rope climbs are just there to be annoying. Yeah, it's, it's um, incidental. Yeah, um, but it was it so was a, go ahead. It was it was six rounds total. The workout six rounds. Yeah, six rounds. Yeah, so six rounds total. So people are doing three hundred wall balls. <laughs> uh, I had one guy who was essentially like a like a fifty forty thirty twenty ten type of deal. So he's, yeah, so he was, he was up there and like, I think his first two rounds were like, like 50 or more. And then it started like falling off after that. But like, he's, I mean, he's doing Karen with rope climbs. Yeah. That's cool. I had, uh, so basically like whenever I program wall ball stuff, I'm like, what's the sneakiest way that I can make people do Karen just with other shit involved. Cause if you're going to do wall balls, you might as well do 150 of them. You like if well you're not doing, a, if, if you're not doing 150 wall balls, like you're not going to get yeah. fitter. Like it's just, that's the barrier to entry. Yeah. Um, 
And so in a similar <laughs> Don't listen to him. For the love of Christ, a, everybody. Don't listen to him. In a similar concept, I was talking to some Karen. people here. Like uh, I was talking to some people at my gym about like because the past couple times, like uh earlier in the summer, last year in the summer, like we've done like a run a five K day. Right. And Everybody's like it's just been workout. less yeah, just less and less attendance as people are going. So I'm like, all right, cool. Like I'm just not gonna program run a five K anymore. Like I if I'm having you do some running, like I'm mixing other shit in there, just like so make you run because it'll right. trick you, be like, ooh, power cleans. Um ooh, power and so cleans. yeah, but like just so I, it'd be something stupid like three rounds of a one mile run, three power cleans, and because there's three power cleans, people are like CrossFit. And they <laughs> it's like, well, no, so three true. mile run, you idiot. But yeah. they're like, there's power clean, so CrossFit. And they get excited and come in and, you know, whatever. So so yesterday's class workout was for time, a mile and a half run, 30 muscle-ups, mile and a half run. Oh, and- you fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> how can I show people how much I hate them? <laughs> it was amazing. And so people were like, I'm like, it's my favorite workout of the week. It's going to be so great. And everyone's like, rocks up and they're like, Wait a minute. You're what? just making us run a they're like you're just making us run a 5k. I was like, gotcha, bitch. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> you sack of shit. I oh. enticed you with some with some ring work and you were like, aha. Oh. There's the secret oh of the owners. You want to make people do hard shit, give like sprinkle into some stuff that'll make them somewhat interested. So what's like a 35 minute workout? Yeah, it was like 30 to 35 minutes, yeah. 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 Yep. Fun stuff. So that was also, it's wildly off topic already. Um, always, always, without fail. So that yeah, it was it was a fun class. It was good. And it was a small group, so I actually got to teach things and um, and all of and all of this for me is in service of a project that I'm doing where I'm prepping for my level four assessment. So mm-hmm. I'm trying to go into this very deliberately and very mindfully, and I'm layering on week after week things that I want to make sure that I'm focusing on. So this week was all about teaching. Did I teach things? Did I teach the correct things? Did I teach them to you know, CrossFit standards, I believe I checked that box. So there we go. Yeah, that was fun. Um, but today's not really about me, apparently. Um, we're gonna I, I don't even know where this is going. Just to be well, fully clear, I was talking with Sam, he was like, I'm like, I'm gonna spring something on you, and then you just press yeah. go. And I was like, All right then. <clears throat> well, I I have Kevin had this idea, and I think it's a great idea, right? So mm. give us the give us the backstory, fill them in on what you told me. Okay. Um, so, um, without the denigrating comments about anybody else. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, I, uh, I was thinking to myself, like, you know, I'm back in a place injury wise where things are starting to rehab nicely. I'm able to get back into doing CrossFit workouts, which I've really enjoyed. Um, and me being me still always have a competitive itch to like, you know, go ahead and, and put myself out there in a competition of some way, shape or form. Yeah. Um, and so the, the itch is there, like, you know, definitely the capacity is not there to be competing in CrossFit at the moment, but the itch is there to be like, all right, look, we're going to reclimb this mountain. Like we tumbled however far down with however many injuries I've had and taking, you know, nine months off to, you know, pursue a, a highly competitive soccer season. Um, we're starting to climb back up and something that I'm very passionate about that I talk with other coaches about friends, whatever, is that CrossFit competitors don't need volume unless you are already at like you're already competing at semifinals Wadapalooza the CrossFit game stuff like that where the event requires 
volume. You know, they're Correct. you know a multi-event, multi, yeah, multi-event, yeah. multi-day competition. Yes. Um, so unless you're there, just smashing yourself with extra metcons, zone two work, heart rate skill session, like just all these different stuff that you find on any competitor program you search for. Right. You don't need that. And, you know, one of my favorite quotes from Tommy Hackenbrook, you don't need harder workouts. You need to go harder yeah. in your workouts. And I love that. Well, and so the... I, like, this is the, the uh, along with the, you don't need to wrap your thumb. This is the other hill that okay. I will die on. Um, listen, I had to bring something, I know, but like, I know. I, I, this the other hill now. I will die on is that competitors don't need volume. You need intensity until you get to the point where the event you're competing at requires volume. Then you train for the event that you're at, but we're putting the car before the horse. So yeah. I'm like for the open, let's just say like taking the CrossFit competitive season, we're going to leave all the other weird, you know, qualifiers and, you know, sanctioned events, whatever aside, right. right. The open requires one intense effort per week for three weeks. That is absurdly low volume. It is really low volume. Absurdly high intensity. You need to sell your soul to get scores that will move you on to the next uh, phase of competition. When you get to quarterfinals, quarterfinals is always, or I shouldn't say always, has been has five been. events has been so far thus far five events yeah four conditioning events and then one strength event yep but when they release the events and then the end of your time window to do stuff if you structure it properly this has been possible each year if you structure it properly you can compete for four days so you could do like the strength and a metcon on one day as long as you know the time window lines up and then just, again, one event per day for the next three days. Yep. Looks one hell of a lot like just a normal week of training for a CrossFitter. Like it's what? four days of What one a normal day. week of training should okay. look like. Right. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. What a normal week of training should look like is you've yep. done four training pieces, four Metcons, and a mm -hmm. heavy day. Yeah. Looks like a week of traditional CrossFit. Yes, it does. <laughs> so the demand isn't on the volume it's how much intensity can you do today yeah. recover from and then do it again the next day recover from yes. so intensity is the lever you're pulling on there right. if you're just doing so much volume that you can't go fast doesn't do anything so what all that is to say is that volume is not necessary and i would like to prove that so i myself have gone from where in go. 2022 at quarterfinals mm -hmm. have went from I finished in the top 500 at quarterfinals for North America. Mm -hmm. Last year in the open, I fell well off that mark. I didn't even come remotely close to qualifying for quarterfinals. Um, now, to be granted, but, yes, you had some different priorities this past open. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So d during this past open, I was in preseason for my semi-pro soccer team. So we're training you know, yep. three to four days per week. That Absolutely. was the priority was to do that. So my, I again had taken from, you know, that until there's been like a nine month off of CrossFit essentially leading up to, you know, this past month has been my mm -hmm. first month back into it. I mean, that this is week right. four. So, um, nine months off different priorities, a whole bunch of like a couple different injuries have, you know, knocked me down multiple pegs. 
So for me, I've posted about this on my social media, on my Instagram that like, all right, I've got these movement pattern issues. I've got these injuries. How am I going to fix it? I'm going to go back to the charter mechanics, consistency, intensity. And so right now I'm kind of like, depending on the movement and the time domain, I'm like in between the mechanics and the consistency, um, bit. So rebuilding my squatting and hinging patterns, primarily things overhead and like machines and stuff like that are pretty good. Okay. Um, but things need a good amount of work. And so my thing that I had brought to Sam was like, I'm going to try an experiment on myself to prove, to prove a point. Right. Most competitors in CrossFit or people that would consider themselves competitors in the sport of CrossFit tend to think that volume is necessary. A competitor program is necessary and almost kind of poo poo on CrossFit.com and main site workouts because they're not sexy enough. The loading might not be heavy enough. Well, you know, why am I only doing 12 pull-ups? I should do 27. I should do 47 pull-ups because I'm a savage, you know, whatever. There's this idea in the competitor community that like main site isn't the move. And so I kind of want to prove a point and do an experiment on myself that I'm going to do just crossfit.com workouts, like follow crossfit.com to a T, you know, unless something life-wise comes up and I got to shift things around. So once I have a a child, I'm sure there'd be, you know, some shifting, but follow crossfit.com. The rules are, I'm not allowed to add any training pieces. So no extra lifts. So like if CrossFit.com programs, Diane, I'm not doing a heavy five by three deadlift beforehand. I'm not adding extra interval and machine and whatever work before, during, after no extra zone two sessions, no extra this. That's my one training piece for the day. Okay. The only thing I'm allowed to do like on top of the CrossFit.com is my like back and hip rehab stuff that I've been doing, you know, three to four times per week to like rehab that injury and keep everything strong. And so that just looks like, you know, midline and hip strengthening work. Um, and that's the only thing I'm, I'm allowed to add on top of it. Training window, 60 minutes or less. Like that's the deal. Follow across.com. And I want to see if I can take myself from where I currently am which mm-hmm. is essentially like going back to square one as a, and I know I'm not actually square one, like new person walking in the gym. I still yeah. have capacity, but like square one in terms of like squatting and hinging movement patterns, like I'm, you know, going from where I am, which was well outside of quarterfinals back in February. And I want to see if I, if following crossfit.com with low volume and just leveraging intensity, mm-hmm. if I can qualify for quarterfinals again, with just crossfit.com okay that's my experiment okay i feel like you've made some facial expressions so i feel like you have some thoughts i do i have thoughts um i would love to i would love to know your thoughts so so first of all specifically regarding the accessory work what is the nature of or the uh, the rehab work what's the nature of it can you give me an example what does the session look like yeah so um it's mostly just like my, my hip flexor and my uh, gluteus medius on my right side have a, are pretty weak from yep. just being injured for a while and yep. me working around it. Um, okay. So hip, hip flexor work is for me, I do, um, I don't know what else to call it, like a banded reverse squat where like you lay on the floor, hook bands around your feet, and like tuck your knees up towards your chest. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I'm getting it. Yeah, so it's like a hip flexion. Yeah, it's just, just, like, just, just like just banded hip flexion. Hip flexion. Banded, banded I, I, knee tuck. Yeah. yeah, so laying on the ground doing one of those. I've done like hanging on the bar, like a weighted knee tuck, like same idea, but just like in a different position. Sure. Um, I've done stuff like pal-off presses, all, mm-hmm. all the different holds. So like tuck sit, L sit, hollow holds, yeah. planks of yeah. all nature, sure. stuff like that is kind of like for hip flexor things and kind of like keeping midline engaged. And then glute med work is stuff like clamshells, banded monster walks. Um, I don't know what else to call. Like it's, you're basically standing up, you have a band around like your ankles and you kind of like, you kick your leg to different degrees, like against the band. Uh, like it's like, a, it's band, like a fire hydrant, ab- but not. Banded yeah, abduction ba- stuff. Banded abduction stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of the nature of the deal. And then okay. um, the like, in regards of hinging wise is just trying to like, I've done where you'd have a band pulling, trying to pull your knee into adduction. So you have to actively go into right. abduction yeah. whilst, whilst hinging. So that could be like a single leg RDL, but with that like banded abduction. Right. Yeah, so, so you're trying to like, you're, so you're keeping the, firing your glute med whilst you're hinging. Right. So it's terminal knee extension is, um, but it's not, um, it's like it's like that but to the side yeah that makes sense there's, there's a, there's a like thing rotate for it. against it i know there's a thing for it but i i can't think of the names of it but so stuff like that and basically what i do is like i have all the movements Meow. that are like these are the ones that help strengthen these areas Meow. and basically what i do is like pair them into yep. like one hip flexor one and then one hip abduction one and like pair them together and do like three rounds right. of a it could be a, a hold in some reps or it could be some reps and some rep, you know, that kind of deal. So okay. that's, that's what my accessory stuff for that looks like. And so that's cool. all I'm allowed to layer on top of that is like just the stuff that keeps my hips and hip flexor healthy, strong and moving in the right direction. And then cool. everything else has to be CrossFit.com. Okay. Um, I'm going to throw some wrench, wrenches in the works. Sure. So, um, to be clear, that doesn't always mean doing the work as prescribed. You'll scale appropriately. Absolutely. I will be scaling things when they say power clean to 225. I'll say not today. Right. So there's that. Um, Mm -hmm. today is a rest day. So you'd pick up with this tomorrow. Three on one off, three on one off, three on one off. Yes, sir. Um, if you miss a day for whatever reason, Mm-hmm. My caveat is you can't go back and reshuffle, right? So if you miss a day, you miss a day, which means, so let, let's say you miss day three and then you come out of day three and it's a rest day. Oh, I can't like move that to the you rest. You can't okay. violate the, the like okay, three on one can't violate the pattern. Got it. Yep. yep. <clears throat> I mean, it is okay. what it is. Um, cool. And then finally, yep. this is where it's going to get fun. Oh boy. What are you doing for nutrition? Oh man. Oh, oh, you didn't see that one. <laughs> oh shit. Um, so I, I, I know what I'd like to, to like throw at you. I'm assuming you'd want to throw me like throw the zone at me. Right. I, I want yeah. you to go, go back to the, the Nicole Carroll article. Like I fucking love that article. That's such a great article. It's such a um, great article. Fucking I think I believe, I believe it's called getting off the crack. Um, yeah, it is. 
it's so good. And it's about Nicole's struggles and journey into um, moving to like a whole food diet and specifically using the zone as a model. And so mm-hmm. it's going to be hard for you because you lived in competitive CrossFitter land and competitive CrossFitters are all like carbs, carbs, carbs. And pop tarts, bitches. Right? You don't get that. I'm I'm not joking though. Like pop tarts. That's... I, I, I know. But like, don't get me wrong. Like pop tarts are great, but Gatorade. No. Like, <clears throat> if it's yeah, you'll start okay. you'll start with a zone prescription, right? We yes, can go sir. back to the we can go back to the level one document because I believe there's something that says you can only have like so many blocks in a given meal. Um. So if you're a big dude like Kevin, you end up having to have like six meals instead of three giant meals. I can make three giant meals happen. I can make three giant meals happen. No, no, that's the thing is you can't. What do you mean to know? That's what I mean. The prescription for the zone says you can only have so many blocks in a given meal. So if you need like, like say you need, say you need Um, 21 blocks, right? Yeah. You can't have a meal that's bigger than five. You can't have more than five. Okay. Exactly. I got you. Sorry. So you've got that. And then the other caveat is like once you noodle in on like, what your block prescription needs to be. If you need an uptake in calories, they've got to come from fat. Right. It's you do like the three X, four X, five X, depending on whatever it ends up being the two or three or four or five. Yeah. Yeah. Which if you're doing one workout a day, you ain't going to be like at five X. You'll probably be at like three X or something. I would say three is probably just like, and it's also dependent on like sometimes the size of the athlete as well. Like I'm a bigger dude. So like, you know, do you want me to start at the one X or do you want me to start at the three X? I don't the think last time I did zone, I was at three. I don't think there's a need to to start at one X and then be like, well, you need more calories. If we know you're good, you're just a big dude. Like start go right to three X, but like you've got it like, and you can, and for anyone out there who doesn't know, we do a little breakdown on the zone diet. So the zone diet, Dr. Barry Sears, um, <clears throat> is a method of, it's very similar to macros, right? It's, the, it's yeah. It, the it kind of, it, it, it proofs it if you like take a second to, you know. It, it does. It. So the, what the zone diet does is it very carefully controls the proportion of macronutrients across the board for everybody. So if you've ever heard 40, 30, 30, it's 40% of your calories come from carbohydrates, 30% of your pet calories come from protein, 30% of your calories come from fats. That is the prescription of the zone diet, but baked into it is this concept of blocks, right? So a block is essentially a balanced food unit. So if you have a block of food, your block of food is nine grams of carbs, seven grams of protein, and one and a half or three grams of fat, depending on the, depending on the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's meant to make it so that Every meal that you're eating is balanced rather it's to than try and, it's to try and control blood sugar. Like every time you eat something, you're not getting like, well, I just had a banana and an apple and you know, well, blood sugar. So y- yes. And that's like, one of the, the, yeah, yes. And that's one yes. of the reasons that it breaks things into like, you know, it's trying to balance yeah. macronutrients at each meal, yeah. which is going to be very difficult for me because yeah. I'm one where it's like, I have my numbers for macros that, that I am hitting. Right. And it's like, if, if I've got some protein to hit, just smash some meat cereal, like right. just have a go at it. And then there's your protein or you have like a protein shake or something. And then it's like, right. well, that's what I have available to me now. And I can just get some more carbs later. 
which is a which is a very popular model. That's called if it fits mm-hmm. your macros, right? And so yeah. you eat kind of whatever, so long as it falls within the bounds of your prescribed protein, carbohydrate, and fat uh, macronutrient goals. Right. To be clear, it's both in both instances the same number of calories, right? You would mm-hmm. pick the same number of calories. The split might be different depending on like if you're not doing zone, you might not adhere to a 40-30-30 model. But the bigger thing is exactly what he said. Where like if you it's easy to be like, oh, I need food, I need more protein, protein shake. Um, mm-hmm. I need some carbs, I'm gonna do this. Well, you, you don't get to do that on zone. You actually nope. have to, you know, spread things around. And and the goal with the zone was, like Kevin said, to help people regulate blood sugar and insulin levels, right? Mm-hmm. So you get a person yep. who's pre-diabetic or diabetic. This is a model that, along with picking the right kind of food, i.e. unprocessed whole foods, you can begin to affect some change in long-term what their blood sugar levels are and hopefully bringing them out of a diabetic state and into it like a pre-diabetic or non-diabetic state. That's one. But also, yeah. two, um, there's – and I'd love to have someone who understands this better than I do. This is where we need like an E.C. Sinkowski. Um mm. Um, but Lane Norton would tear the shit out of this. I know he would. Oh, de- de- like demolish it. Destroy it. Like, it. Fucking stupid. Um, right. <laughs> but like at the same time, like I can see what he's, he's, he's very, very, you know, peer reviewed literature, um, um, oriented and yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but I believe there's something to be said for getting a balanced version of everything. What that, th- what that does for things like gut microbiome health and stuff like mm-hmm. that. I don't think it's going to hurt you. I think the bigger issue is going to be the logistics. You're going to have to yeah. plan ahead, you know? Fuck. Fuck. There Some goes bitch. my fucking breakfast sandwiches. I know. Piss. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, well. So, it's, uh, so then, um, is yeah. that an acceptable caveat is the question. Are you going to be like, well, yeah, you know, three-on-one-off-crossfit.com, that's one thing. But sticking to the charter, to use your own words – three on one off mechanics, consistency, intensity, um, and meats and vegetables, not to see some fruit, little sugar and no starch, no little starch, no sugar. Well, so, but yeah, but there's, um, what's his face? Glassman, little starch, no sugar. It's this little starch, no sugar. Uh, meats and vegetables, I see some, oh, it's, that's what it is. Is it some starch, little fruit, no sugar. So Glassman actually swapped it. When he, yeah, see, nobody, nobody knew that part. Um, Fucking damn it! <laughs> it was, it was, it was like a lot of the. It was after he did a bunch of, um, a bunch of work with Gary Taubes and stuff like that. Um, he came out of it, and so the the original opening line to 100 Words of Fitness is: "Eat meats and vegetables, nuts and seeds, some fruit, little starch, and no sugar." Right? Yep. The some fruit and little starch thing. What his contention is, what is happening metabolically when we intake carbohydrates that are based in sugar, even if they are bound up in fiber like bananas or apples or anything like that, mm-hmm. the positive outcomes from eating more fruit, quote unquote, is not so great that you can't swap your fruit for starches and still get dense 
like dense carbohydrates, mm-hmm. yep. still get fiber, but yep. not get as much sugar, right? Mm-hmm. And so his whole thing is like at, you know, you should be trying to, as much as you can, reduce the amount of sugar that you're intaking. So I want to say it was like 2018 or 2019, very quietly, he made the public comment, if I had it to do over again, I would change it to say, eat meats and vegetables, nuts and seeds, some starch, little fruit, and no sugar. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I think like, I don't know, because where my brain goes with that is, you know, when, when you're eating forms of carbohydrate, whether that's vegetable, starch, fruit, sugar, whatever, eventually sure. as it kind of gets metabolically processed, uh-huh. it, bec- it becomes sugars. Um, well, at- so it becomes glucose. Yes. Right. Which yes. is a sugar. Yes. But this is like um, all squares are rectangles, but not all rectangles are squares. Right. Right. So what I'm saying is like, is whether it's some fruit, little starch or some starch, little fruit, uh-huh. I feel like as long as like the, the main overarching thing is that it's unprocessed, like you'd be able to recognize it as food. It's not a man-made food like substance. It yep. is a single ingredient thing. And when I say single ingredients is the best way I like to describe this stuff to people yeah. is like, like eat single, yeah, single, food. single ingredient foods. Like what's single ingredient food. I'm like, well, what are the ingredients in chicken? And right. they're like, I don't know. I'm like, well, it's just chicken. Like hint, spoiler alert. It's just chicken. What are the ingredients I, in a potato? My, my favorite one it's is if potato. it has a nutrition facts label, it's not real food. Well, okay. Yeah. yeah. There, there's multiple different models. You can, was it Greg Glassman was like, just stay on the perimeter of the grocery store. There's like that stuff in the middle on the aisle. Like there's multiple different models that you can use to phrase the like eat real food. Um, yeah. What was it? I liked one uh, Ben Bergeron said, I'd have no idea when this was. He was like, eat real food. Um, oh, he stole that from was, Michael he, Pollan. Oh, did he? Seven words. Eat real food, not too much, mostly plants. Mostly plants. Yep. There you go. That's the one. Yeah. And uh. so, the, so, and, and also the, the phrase man-made food-like substances, that comes from Michael Pollan's book, In Defense of Food. Mm. And Michael Pollan, who is a batshit crazy motherfucker, like who like writes these great books on food, but then also goes off and writes books about like mushrooms and shit. And like all the fun stuff he has with, with mushrooms. Um, I mean, you can have some fucking <clears throat> mushrooms, dude. I got some stories from my sordid youth. Um, anyway, I'm so sure you do. There's something I don't need to relive. Um, <laughs> so Michael Pollan wrote this great book in defense of food where he's, he's basically talking about the, the quandary the, that we have placed ourselves in as a society. Like, we have entire industries that are built around providing what he calls a man-made food-like substance. Like mm-hmm. Oreos, you can eat them, mm-hmm. but like, so like the running joke is Oreos are vegan. Well, they're vegan because there's nothing real in them. Yeah. Like it's, it's a combination of um, ingredients and compounds. Chemicals. Chemicals. Yeah, yeah. You know, chemical is a it has a connotation, know, but it's not wrong, you know. Yeah. Um that when mashed together form an Oreo, right? And so you can do those things, but like, you know, it's it's the same way I talk about wrapping your thumbs on a bar, 
right? 100 million years of evolution gave you an imposable fucking digit. And why you wouldn't want to use, like, now in 2023, I've got it figured out and I can ignore evolution. The fuck you can. Wrap your thumb around the bar, right? It's there for a reason. The same way, like, you. Yeah, they're, they're there for the texting. They're there for <laughs> Yeah, that's yes. Yeah. hundred million <laughs> years ago. That's because you can do this. You can scroll with it. You can do that. Yeah. Jeepers creepers. <laughs> well, so like, listen, I'm giving it a, a, a current need for the thumb. Nobody needs your, nobody needs what you're saying. <laughs> um, so quickly, no. Second, I like the things that you are designed to eat as a human being. Mm-hmm. And this is, can be a controversial topic. They look like plants animals nuts like mushrooms fungus like the, the Fruits, things vegetables. yeah like if it walked on the ground or grew in the ground you your system is designed to do something with it if it didn't would it be too simple to say if it was alive at some point because <clears throat> plants are alive animals are alive the uh, the plants that nuts come from were at some point alive Water's not, not alive. Itself, maybe. I would say water's not alive. Um, mm. Okay. And like water is a necessary compound. Well, like water's a chemical, right? It's like if you want to look at it from that perspective, water's a chemical. I mean, if we're going to nerd out, everything's a chemical. Right? Exactly my point. So that's why I don't like that term, but like. Yeah, no, I get you. I, I think that. Um, <clears throat> I think that the. There's a lot to be said for what you can do by cleaning up diet right and so like mm-hmm. ben ben's ben's thing the thing that he kind of like stole from michael pollan was eat real food most uh not too much mostly plants and what that controls for is first and foremost quality right mm-hmm. and then secondly and like almost like right there or very close to the top or equal as the equal priority is quantity mm-hmm. um that's one of ec sinkowski's principles of nutrition is all diets control intake to some degree. Um, and therefore it's impossible to like validate or invalidate a given diet. Like is it a diet, right? As a part of this diet, are we preventing you from indulging too much? Right. Yeah. You could call that a diet. You could just call that appropriate eating as well. Yeah. And that's like, you know, I know we're joking that like Lane Norton would tear the zone diet to shreds. I don't know that he would necessarily, unless it's like, his big thing is if, if someone says this diet is the one, like this yeah, is the one that solves that. all the problems and will fix your entire life. And what I'm doing here is better than what everybody else is doing. Yeah. He's like, fuck off, stupid. No. Yeah. Because he's like, as long as you equate calories and protein, like you have yeah. sufficient calories, for whatever the goal is yeah. and sufficient protein to support yeah. lean tissue. It doesn't really matter what the fuck else you do. Like that, as long as those it two matters things are a lot controlled, less. That's for sure. It matters way less. Like that's yeah, the, so the much one less. percent where it's like if you're like, okay, I'm trying to go from four percent body fat to three percent body fat, then Different yes, you just like you need to play with those things. But for the ninety nine point nine 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 percent of us that are not that, yeah, it's like the diminishing returns on like eating five grams of carbs less and three grams more of fat to try and tweak your body composition is like ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so diminishing returns on attaining perfection. Very much so. Absolutely. Very much Um, so. Okay. Well, I think we've got a, we've got a solid little plan here. All right. So Kev's going to, by the way, to be clear, I'm not fucking doing this. Like (laughs) (laughs) I'm not, 
<laughs> I'm not partaking in this insanity. And not that I think it's insanity, but I have different goals currently, right? Yeah. So yeah. like, and yeah. and so to kind of lay lay out where where I'm at, um, from a life standpoint, this is actually really well timed because you got a baby coming in January, just before the open, and so like yeah. the only time you're gonna have to do this shit is right now. So yay, you know. Um, yay for me. Yay for you. So I already have two kids. And but I also think that like even, you know, once once baby comes, it's like, you know, again, the the parameter the, the parameters that I put yeah. on it of it being CrossFit.com workout 60 minutes or less for a training window, yeah. like that will work. If it if it was like, all right, I'm gonna do all like, you know, I'm gonna limit myself to three hours for a training window, it's like you can't like not that you can't do that with kids, but then like that's it's a whole harder. lot on Sammy where I go, Hey babe. You take the baby. I'm going to go do fitness for three hours. Have fun. Yeah. Catch you later. Yeah. Um, that's that's a lot. So, that's a lot. But, you know, I, I do like that. So the last time I did zone, Man. this is going to be like full disclosure. I cheated um, because I did zone. That's honest. Parent. I appreciate I, that. I, I did. I did zone with like I had my block prescription. Yeah. But I treated it like the macros where I'm like, okay, if my meal was four blocks of protein and four blocks of carbs, but only two blocks of fat, I would just right. backlog those fat blocks into a different meal. So I would shuffle stuff around <clears throat> as I needed to, to right. like hit the prescription at the end of the day. Like, Hey, I, I got my blocks in, Okay, but it was like, Oh, I had, you know, breakfast was eggs, bacon, and something. It's like, all right, my, my protein and fat blocks were filled. Yeah. But then like, there wasn't much for carbs. So I just backlogged the carbs to a different meal. It was like, okay, right. I need, so I'm going to give you a block. Cheated. Okay. Uh, what is your current weight? 210. Cool. If you had to estimate as reasonably as possible, your body fat percentage, what would you estimate of that? 14% as of an in-body scan two weeks ago, Beautiful. three weeks ago. All right, so what we're going to do is um, – I'm scared. Nine, this is going to come back to like 14 blocks. Nope. Uh, we're going to do 23 blocks a day. Shit. Okay. Shit. Um, so – Let me come back to the calculator thing. Just okay. further reinforcing that I don't eat enough food ever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you can do 23 blocks a day. You're going to need fucking hard. Holy you're, shit. Buckets. Yeah. You're going to need, uh, you're gonna need like six. Well, meals. That, you, so like, how are you doing your math? If it's like Hang five on. blocks a meal, that's four plus a three block snack. Okay. Here's what we're going to do. If I'm not present, present arms. I don't need you to present. Yeah. <laughs> I can apparently, do math. Apparently you do because it's we're going to 23 blocks. And it's five blocks per meal. That's four meals plus a three block snack. All right, here we go. All Am right, I so crazy. All right, Where the so fuck are you? I'm at this is zone block calculator. I found this forever ago. I've done it out. I like calculated it out manually. Like it definitely, it definitely works out. Okay. Yes, it's okay. accurate. That's, well, it's all just an, an an algorithm anyways. So anyways, absolutely. Okay. So at two ten, with yep. a body fat percentage of fourteen. Right. Oh. We're going to if you're get if you're telling me you're going to do three on one off, yes. two on one off, 
Yep. That's that, that would fourth. be the medium to hard. Yep. Yes, sir. Absolutely. I agree. And so I calculate blocks, your block allocation. This is what the math is, right? Um, sure. So how many blocks? Let's say you're, you were 7% body fat and your present weight was 160. It would come out to whatever based on your activity level, right? Here is sure. yours. So 14% times your present weight. That gives me your fat weight in pounds ballpark total weight minus your fat weight is your lean body mass so determining your yep. lean body mass is the is the goal here yep. you multiply your lean body mass times an activity, activity level factor. exactly yep. so going back to here your activity yep. level like if if it was this it would be like 0. 0.7 it's like 7 7.5 8 it's 7 to nine. It's 7 to like 1 isn't it is the uh that's what or is it was like 1 point so cuz like i'm i'm guessing the competitive athlete there cuz there's two sections that's like competitive yeah. athlete 10 to 20 yeah. hours 20 plus hours that would be like a 1.1 1.2 exactly would be, would be so my you'd guess be cranking so, up above that yeah. um and they would and they primarily used to determine protein level but like even above 1.1 yeah. they're diminishing returns so it's just um calories i think they would be like multiples of so you uh, do fat like you get yeah i was gonna say you get the fat blocks like starting yeah. at 5x yeah and so what we end up with is we end up here um Back up. So activity level of this. So you take lean body mass times your activity level. This is your daily protein. How low does that look to you? Well, so it looks because <laughs> I remember I remember the first time I did zone block stuff out and I like actually the math was like, oh, there's four grams that you know, there's um fuck, what's the anyways, like the calories per grams of protein and whatnot. Like I did the math to figure out like the grams of protein, and it was yeah. like 150 something. And I was like, you fucking what? Right. But it's also like the way the algorithm works and when you like put the blocks together, it accounts for <clears throat> protein from other sources. So like if I have like a potato yeah. or a piece of bread or something, ooh, bread. Yeah. Um, you know, if you have a piece of bread, it's like there's protein in those things. Like you get protein from other sources Absolutely. that you're eating that like, you know, are not so like, yeah. So like it could be a carbohydrate or a fat source. Like if I have nuts, you know, like a handful of peanuts or a handful of almonds is primarily a fat source. So the blocks go towards your fat, but there's protein in there. Yes. So it's probably accounting for if I had to guess like an extra 30 or 40 grams of protein from fat sources primarily. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and EC has done a great breakdown of this. If you're wondering like, is this accurate? Um, E.C. Sinkowski has done a fantastic breakdown of macros versus zone diet and some of the fudging that goes on in the zone diet. Like, I'm not worried about that. I think I think you're going to crush this. I think the harder part is the breakdown where you're going to have like a five block breakfast and a little snack and a six block lunch and a snack and a six block dinner and then a bedtime snack. Like splitting that up, that's going to be real interesting. And I'm going to say the, the interesting thing is going to be like trying to make that prescription can i like combine snacks no is that or, or do, do I, ha I have to stick to this you got to stick to it but what the like flying and then if we go over here to baby steps like <laughs> so like these are here's and now we're like how to do snacks in the zone like here are um two block snacks or these are one blocks each and you if you need two blocks you double it right so yeah. like two eggs an apple and six almonds two cheese sticks two yeah a, a cup of grapes and a, and a handful of two like three Wait, macadamias. So, so say that one more so two eggs yep. an apple yep. and some nuts is a yep. two block snack is a one uh yeah it's a two block snack so one egg 
half an apple, and three almonds is a one-block snack. What the fuck? I'm like, like, all right, so you're going to buy – so pro business tip for anybody out there, you're going to buy stock in eggs. Yeah. (laughs) It's like – because I'm trying to remember through the guidelines. Essentially, it's like one egg is one block. It's a protein block. Right. A pro, sorry, protein block. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure like one piece of bacon is a protein block, uh, or like a bacon, a turkey bacon, or something like that. Turkey bacon. There's turkey bacon. Okay. Yeah. Um, regular bacon. Regular bacon is like 75 percent fat. Okay. Well, um, it's like four ounces of meat is like a protein block, right? Something like that. And and here's your chance to crack out your. Your level yeah, one no, manual. I gotta open that thing up again and like go yeah. through those and like fuck the whole yeah. list of like. Oh yeah, buddy. And I'm gonna have to like just pick things and be like, all right, this is just the the foods that just to make the math easy. Because if I yeah. keep having to like shift things, like all right, all right, so I'm having like 80 percent beef. What does this do here? But if it's like 93 percent, it goes this over here. And then if I it's a ground turkey or it's you're gonna, like a you know you're gonna deli you're turkey. gonna figure it out. You're gonna figure it out. I know I'm gonna figure it out. I'm just gonna uh, thank Christ I have a food scale. Right. Um. And that's the other hallmark of the zone diet is weighing and measuring. Um, mm-hmm. All right. So we are right at the 45-minute mark. I think this is a great place to stop. There's there's a lot of work you got to fucking do. Um, then, yeah, we'll, we'll check back. <laughs> we're gonna, so in a couple in a couple weeks, we're going to follow it. We're going to follow up with you. So we won't talk about so this I, next week. I, I will say, yeah. like, just be – no, listen. So I like starting because today is the rest day on .com. Yeah. Tomorrow we pick back up and, and it goes. Although, like – I already have the food in my house that we bought for this week. So I'm going to like uh-huh. finish that. But I'm gonna like, when we go grocery shopping this weekend, shall prepare for the zone because so, I, I have zero nuts in my house aside from peanut butter. So you're, so you're going <laughs> to slow roll into the zone diet. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to slow roll into, I'm going to like, I'm going to get the things and like try and get as close as I can for like, start to work it in. Yeah. But it's like, if like, I don't have, what we had prepped for some dinners was like Sammy made a gigantic thing of chop suey. And she was like, this is dinners because we have busy week. And I was like, yeah. I captain. Yeah. So it's like, I can guarantee you chop suey fits into zero blocks. of like... <laughs> What's, what's going to be fun about this is not whether or not he does.com or like how many blocks it's going to be sharing his diet mm, with his significant with my, other. With my currently pregnant wife. Oh Yeah. Well, what's just going to happen is it's going to just be like, you know, like I'm, I'll do it. I, I don't think she will also do it. No, no, she, like, no, no, no. Don't try to force that on her. Good I'm, Lord. I'm not going to force it on her. Absolutely not. It's just going to be like her living in the house and she's going to be like, she'll be like, like, we all know the thing, right? Like, oh, baby, you want to go get ice cream? And you're like, no, I'm good. Like, well, we'll go. And she's like, nope, don't want it anymore. And I'm yeah. like, well, you wanted huh. to, like, we, we can go. Like, yeah, exactly. Fact fact all right well we're gonna we're gonna kick you loose so you can go plan your shopping list my Um, divorce all right yeah basically uh if you if you think this is gonna go great or horribly please let us know this will be interesting um and we'll follow up in two weeks with kevin and see how the hell he's doing and whether shit has absolutely imploded thank you very much ladies and gentlemen for playing along and we'll see y'all next week we'll see you next week